You're listening to Rama for Today. There's been every revival since Pentecost that has honored the Lord Jesus Christ has been a revival of the supernatural. I said the other night, the church has never been rescued from her backslidings by great philosophical teachers, but by unbelieving, bless God, who have had a vision of Christ who have had a vision of Him who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, The Supernatural, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, Let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I remembered when I was a little boy, I was raised up in the Lutheran church. But he said, when I was about 13 years old, I became personally acquainted with Jesus. When I was older in my teenage and about the time I joined the service, I got away from God. He said, I got out on my knees and said, Lord, I know I knew you when I was a 13-year-old boy. And I'm like the prodigal son of old, I'm coming back home. And he said, I know the Lord took me back. On the inside of me, in my spirit, it's just like a two-ton weight rolled off of my heart, my spirit. And I had joy on the inside, but my body was still bound with that alcohol demon. And he said, about that time, he said, uh, friend of mine said, there's a meeting going on out here to Ramada Inn, and there's a man laying hands on people, and they're getting healed and delivered from the devil and every bondage. Come and go with me. So he said, I was desperate. I went out there last year with my friend. Well, he said, I've never been in anything like that, seeing people all of them lift their hands and pray at one time and pray out loud and praise God. Then you started the healing line, and people started falling, and it scared me. I, I started to run. And then I said, no, 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 I need help. I'm desperate. I'm desperate. I need help. I'm going down there. I believe the power of God can help me. And he said, I said to my friend, I'm going down there and have him lay hands on me. But I'm not going to fall like the rest of them do. He said, the next thing I knew, I was getting up out of the floor. <laughs> he said, Brother Hagin, you can ask my wife. God's my eternal witness. I've never had another drop. I've never wanted to touch alcohol. The whole thing, that devil left me. Since then, he said, I got the baptism of the Holy Ghost before God forbid him in chapter here. Praise God. Hallelujah. But that alcohol demon left me. But he said, I'll tell you something greater than that even, as great as that is. Lying there on the floor, under the power of God, something happened in my spirit. There was a spiritual experience that's greater than anything. Hallelujah. I came to know God in a way I'd never known him before. Thank God for the manifestation of the supernatural. I said, thank God for the manifestation of the supernatural. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise God. Every revival, we could go on talking about others, but every revival since Pentecost that has honored the Lord Jesus Christ has been a revival of the supernatural. I said the other night, the church has never been rescued from her backsliding by great philosophical teachers, but by unbelieving, bless God, who have had a vision of Christ, who have had a vision of Him who is the same, yesterday, today, and forever, the Lord Jesus Christ. We, as normal human beings, crave 
the manifest presence of the Spirit of God in our religious services. A dry, dead meeting has no drawing power, but a service where men are being richly blessed by the unfolding of the Word of God, by the saving of the lost, by believers being baptized with the Holy Ghost, by the sick being healed, by this Holy Ghost in manifestation, is a drawing power. For man craves the supernatural. The church, I said the other night, I want to say it again, is to blame. The church, when I say the church, I'm talking about the church at large, is to blame for the rise of the occult in our day here in America, for the rise of spiritism and spiritualism, manifestations and because, you see, the heart of man is seeking after the supernatural. If they had it in church, they'd be there. Are you listening to me? I said they'd be there. I never have understood. You know, and I was born and raised Southern Baptist, like Brother John Osteen here. And then on the bed of sickness, was healed as a 17-year-old boy raised up from the bed of sickness and healed the next year then after I was healed. I worked for God. I left that bed preaching, been preaching ever since then. Praise God. But the next year, somebody came to our town, put up a tent, started a revival, called it Full Gospel. Well, it didn't mean a thing in the world to me. I was busy with church work, going to school in the daytime, church work every night. My grandmother went out to that tent meeting, Brother Albert Ott. And so my grandmother's old-time Methodist, and she kept asking, said, son, you ought to go. I said, granny, I don't have time. I'm busy with church work every night and going to school every day. And I'm just so busy, I don't have time. Yeah, you want to go. She kept after me because she'd keep going. And I said, why should I go? Well, she said, that fellow preaches like you believe or else you believe like he preaches. And when I found out they believed in divine healing, I'll tell you, brother, I just, I canceled something that night and went out. Praise the Lord. Amen. But you see, then, then I got baptized in the Holy Ghost and spoke with other tongues and received the way back 1937, received the left foot of fellowship from among the Baptists, you know. You speak with tongues, you'll do that, you know. Amen, especially then. Uh, but, uh, and, and you know, like I said, I went back to the church I was raised in, started ministering over there. But, but you know, they said the poor boy stayed in bed so long it affected his mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, they had to pull it off their coat, rolled up their sleeves and fought to prove that I believe in God and God's power. Yet you let God's power get in manifestation. And they said, oh, the poor folks have gone off the deep end. Amen. Amen. And, and so then I came over in 1937 among the Pentecostals. And oh, there's a move on. Praise God. And then, then I began to see so many of them, bless their darling hearts, they wanted to be like the dead churches. I never could figure that out. Could you, Brother Osteen? I never could figure that out. They left off. I, I know I pastored one church one time. And I'll tell you, we had the supernatural working. We had the power of God. I mean, every Sunday night, every weekend, we had people saved, baptized, the Holy Ghost, and healed is a common thing with us. I left it, another pastor had followed me. I stopped by to visit him one time because coming to visit my folks, I had to go right by him. I stopped by to visit him. How you do? Oh, just fine. Some of the leaders of the city, businessmen had been coming to church. 
He said, you know, Brother Hagin, I, I believe we'll be able to get them if we'd just leave off a little of this talking in tongues and off some of this tongues and interpretation, sort of, sort of quiet down a little bit, we'd probably get to them. Well, I knew he was wrong, but I didn't tell him. I was just a boy. I mean, you know, you know, 20-some-odd-year-old kid, you don't go around telling somebody old enough to be your daddy you're stupid. <laughs> now, if it had been normal, you'd probably told him. <laughs> Amen. But I just kept quiet, knew he was missing it, knew he was missing it, and so, in the process of time, in contact with this same outstanding businessman, I'm talking about now two or three years after, you know, after the church had died, after the church had died, and on Sunday night they'd have sometimes as many as 40 people. And this businessman said, and you know, I, I, I used to go down there when they had the power. But said they got to where there wasn't any manifestation of the Spirit anymore. They thought they was going to get him by cutting down the manifestation of the Spirit. He said, I've said to my wife, we might as well go back to our own church. We got as much over there. You know, it's just as dead here as it was where we came from. We might as well go back there. I remember Brother Osteen said one time, you know, when he first received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, or way back there in the beginning. And of course, he put out his paper and preaching on the radio and so on. Many denominational ministers came in. And I believe it was a Christian pastor, phoned him. One to come in. He, he, Brother Osteen was, I think, on evangelistic work then. But anyway, uh, he, he, he was home. And so he came in, and, and he wanted to talk to him about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And, of course, he wound up being filled with the Holy Ghost and speaking in other tongues. And then this, this minister, denominational minister, said, Well, now, 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 what am I going to do? I mean, who am I going to fellowship now with? Uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know. Now then, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost to speak with tongues. But those, he said, well, in the Pentecostal church, he named some of the names, you know. I mean, we're not insinuating them. But he said, they've got this experience. Go fellowship with that pastor. Oh, I will, I will. He said, Brother Osteen said, they've got the power of God working in them. You mean this tongue? Oh, yeah, tongue. Gifts of the Spirit, tongues, interpretation, prophecy. Well, he said, praise God, I'll do it. So he started home. It happened to be, you know, that he is going through a certain town before he ever got there. And he saw right on the highway this Pentecostal church because Brother Osteen had mentioned the name. And he, he saw these cars. He knew this having service. He drove around the block, found a parking place, and well, I'll just go in. Bless God. Maybe I'll hear somebody talk with tongues. Maybe he'll have a message in tongue interpretation. Maybe somebody prophesy. Probably they'll pray for the sick. I'll see somebody get healed. He said, I went in and sat down. I believe it's the deadest thing. He said, he finally got so dead, I got up and left. That's about the essence of it, in the Brother Osteen. Just flat got up and left. It's dead. That's, that's dead in us. No, oh, I believe God wants to manifest it. I'm like Smith Wigglesworth. I'm glad somebody, somebody, way back now, I don't even know who did. Way back in 1938 gave me ever-increasing faith by Smith Wigglesworth. Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month we're offering Kenneth E. Hagan's three-CD set, A Fresh Anointing. We're also offering Lynette Hagan's CD, Fuel Your Passion for God. Last but not least is Kenneth W. Hagan's book entitled Overflow living above life's limits. All these items at the special price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, 
call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We stream on all kinds of different things that we stream yes. on. Yes. But we are now streaming, there's a new one we're streaming on uh, called Rumble. Yes. And that's where we're streaming on Rumble. And I, all the other ones, let's see, we, we're on uh, YouTube, our Rama, Rama mm-hmm. USA, Face, YouTube, Facebook Live, Facebook Live, Rama.tv, yes. all, all of these. And our church services, 10 o'clock on Sunday morning, 6 p.m. Sunday evening, and Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. That's right. And, you know, if you want to know anything about Rama, yes. And Kenneth Hagin Ministry, just go to rhema.org and everything is there. You got things you can read online, daily devotions. Mm -hmm. uh, There's things that you can uh, download. That's right. And and just Uh, all kinds of stuff. And on Roku, you can go to the Rhema USA channel. Uh, We have over 75,000 subscribers now. Yes. So you can get us. Somewhere. That's right. Some way. iPad, iPad, (laughs) iPhone, Android, Google Play. That's right. We're everywhere. Somebody said we're everywhere. (laughs) But we're just trying to reach people with the truth of the Word of God. Yes. And it's because of you, our partners, that are helping us. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen with his teaching, The Supernatural. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.